Playback TV this Friday. We got the Los Angeles Lakers facing against the New Orleans Pelicans. Be sure to tune in. It should be a fun matchup. Now, keep in mind, the trade deadline will go down before this matchup takes place. So we may see some transactions to where these teams may have some new players. But also at the same time, we're still going to have LeBron. We're still going to have Anthony Davis. And, of course, we're still going to have Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and other players. So make sure to tune in. It should be a fun matchup. We will talk about everything revolving the game itself. Alongside other topics revolving basketball, I will leave the link in the description. Now, without further ado, let's dive into the episode. sir yes sir welcome back this is another edition of for the love of the game this is your one and only nick andre appreciate you guys for listening in and we have to run it back we have run, to run it back, back what did um what did um Ludacris say at the end of that one song with uh usher and Lil john tell your lovers and friends they had to do it again <laughs> they had to do it again <laughs> they had to do it again man so we had to run it back with the part two of the free agency episode and I got my guy with me, man. You, y'all may have heard him, obviously, on this pod several times, but also on his pod, six podcasts of the year. I got my guy, MJ. What's going on with you, bro? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, same old, same, man. Just a long day of, of shock and awe, <laughs> I guess we could call it. Um, a it's, lot of it's definitely fans, a shocker. Man, <laughs> a lot of Chicago fans praying to the, to the basketball guys. <laughs> I, I, they hoping for Paige uh, Beckers now. <laughs> like, you're like, please, Paige, come, come, uh, declare. I'll be real, man. It's it's been a shocker, man. I know a few weeks ago when we did our episode, man, we were you know waiting on some news to happen, but yeah. since then, <laughs> free agency has came swinging, and yeah. I don't think I was prepared for <laughs> it. Like, I'm I'm trying to fight back, but you know, it's just it's just coming crazy, man. But let's go ahead and just dive into the news that shocked the world as a recent, which is Kalia Copper has been traded to the Phoenix Mercury. Mm-hmm. For those who may not know, she spent seven seasons in Chicago, won a championship in 2021, and was the finals MVP that year, where she did beat her current team now, the Phoenix Mercury. Right. <laughs> um, but in that trade, they ended up sending Kalia Copper and Morgan Birch to Phoenix, and Chicago mm-hmm. got Michaela Anya Wene, uh, Brianna Turner, uh, the third pick of the 2024 NBA, or excuse me, WNBA draft, mm-hmm. a first round pick, a first round pick for 2026, and a second round pick for 2026. So, yeah. what were your initial thoughts when this trade went down? Because, like I said, it definitely shocked the world. Uh, my initial thoughts were, what the hell is happening? Um, how did this even come about? You know what I mean? Because it was like, uh, what? Okay, so James Wade left, and they were like, uh, Dwayne Wade is here. And then, you know, it was like a little bit of the... It wasn't like Wade saying, like, you know, or Dwayne Wade, let me be clear. It was saying stuff like, you know, we're going to keep Kai here in Chicago, stuff like Like, wasn't they having that kind of exchange going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was It was a lot going on last year. So, so this happening kind of, like, blindsided everybody i i believe like literally everybody and then them lacking the actual details at the time of the deal besides uh kc being moved had me like all over the place mentally today like i was thinking maybe somehow some way edd is gonna be involved in the deal i was going that far 
you know what I mean? Like maybe it's some type of three team trade or something that was going to come about from it. But yeah, after seeing the details of it, seeing the draft picks, and then it was, you know, it was like the smoke is settling, it's settling. Oh, yeah. And they're sending Morgan Birch over there, too. It's like, damn. <laughs> so y'all just trying to let Phoenix just get real brolic real quick. You know what I mean? And and get KC and not get an actual player back. Like, that's, that's I mean, because we can't say Michaela or Brianna are. They're not. They're not on the same tier as Kalia Copper. You know, they're and they're like they're just probably two tiers below her. You right. know what I mean? So and they're no, and they're no good players. It's, it's no. It's yeah. no disrespect. They're good players. No this. They they are good players, but it's just like damn. Like so, this draft has to go right. You know what I mean? Like it has to, it has to go right. But well, honestly, I mean, definitely. getting getting that third pick is big in this draft. This draft yeah. is really really talented. So I know that they didn't get an all star right now um, with with this trade going down, but. You know, you may get a great player for the future. So, I mean, that that is the beneficial part of it, at least from what I see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is. And then uh, going forward in the future, too, it is. But it's just like for the right now. And I guess maybe they felt like they could go ahead and do this. Like, ah, we won a title a couple years ago, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And and so they're just like, well, everybody else left. Candace left. Emma's gone, been gone. Ali's gone. Like, everybody's gone. You know what I mean? So it's just like, ah, let's just clear the whole championship house out and you know move forward to something different i agree um so last year and i tweeted this out earlier earlier tuesday um so last year there was rumors about possibly kyle leaving yeah. you know there was there was rumors about her potentially not signing an extension and i was thinking i was like you know what maybe it is time for chicago to go into rebuild mode and you know just start over you know start fresh because like you said you know sloot went to new york candace yeah. went to Vegas. Uh, Ali quickly mm-hmm. set out the the entire last year. I don't. I mean, we don't even know what's gonna go. What's gonna happen with her? So right. they pretty much cleaned the house, and it was just Kyle pretty much on an island on her own. Now they they did get Marina Mabry. They did get mm-hmm. Courtney Williams. They had great players. Atlanta Smith had a really great year last year with Chicago. Same thing with Elizabeth Izzy. Williams. Yeah, Izzy. Um, she didn't play. Yeah, uh, Dana Evans as well. You know, who in my opinion was the best player off the bench. You know, in in, in the entire WNBA, but. Mm-hmm. So even even with all that, and I mean, let's be real. Everybody knew last year, going into last year, Chicago, like we knew that they could contend for a playoff spot, but we like you know there was no championship hopes. You know, let, let's just keep it as it is. So I yeah, mean, yeah. being the eight C last year was was pretty incredible. But even mm-hmm. even as the rumors circulated with Ka possibly not signing signing an, an, um, an extension and possibly being dealt out or whatever, I was mm-hmm. saying go to L A, go to L A, and go team yeah. up with Eka. I, yeah. I didn't, was ever going to leave LA. So I was like, mm-hmm. man, like Neca is still playing at the height of her career. I know that she's not the MVP Neca from what she was back in 2016, but yeah. she's still playing at a good pace in her career. And the Sparks aren't really in a good position where they can really compete for a playoff spot. So Kalia Copper being there could possibly elevate that franchise as a whole. But then she signs, then Kyle signs the extension, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, she showed, she showed that she wanted to stay in Chicago. Then mm-hmm. they hired Teresa Weatherspoon. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, okay, this is going to be great. You know, this is a fresh new start, you know, for the organization, for the franchise, you know, especially with Cobb being uh, being the front runner, for, you know, for the team. Right. And then, unfortunately, this offseason or, you know, throughout this free agency, things haven't turned out in Chicago's way. You know, they had meetings with Skylar Diggins-Smith and NECA to possibly get them a team with Cobb. Yeah. Um, and that's my thing, too, and that's why, like, I want more details about this whole situation because this situation just doesn't – it just doesn't happen out of the blue. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not like 
it's not like NECA signs with Seattle and then that night Kyle says, get me out of here. Like yeah. at, least, at least that's not how I view it. Like I think I think there's been some talks before. And I, I read an article earlier today where they were talking about um they were talking about how you know after cost after call after Khalid Copper signed the extension, how how they had a meeting and you know and they and they had an agreement saying that if the franchise is not moving in the best direction, then it'll be time to go. So maybe that could have been what, what took place is you know, after those meetings with NECA and Skyler you know, where they couldn't get both of those players to where Kyle said, you know what, it's just time to move on. So that could be the case. But, you know, yeah. for this to just, for this to just happen out of the blue, man, you know, for her to go to Phoenix, you know, yeah. it just, it definitely shocked me. So how do you, how do you think she'll fit with Phoenix? Because obviously, you know, they got Natasha Cloud. Uh, they just traded for Beck Allen. Obviously they got Diana Taurasi. Um, Brittany Griner is still, you know, we still don't know what's going to happen with her. We don't know if she's going to resign or if she's going to go elsewhere. So how do you see this fit for, for Kyle this year? Uh, I mean, mm, I think it's going to be a good fit, especially with her having an actual pick and roll, pick and pop player in BG, because I highly doubt she goes anywhere. You know, it's already been said that she says she's staying, she ain't going nowhere but Phoenix, whatever. But her being over there with all of that talent, you know what I mean? And we've seen what she can do when she has that type of talent around her, like high IQ players like a Candace Parker, but she has that in, in different forms and in, in multiples this time, you know what I mean? So, I mean, not that she didn't then, cause she had, uh, like quickly, she had, um, uh, Candace, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's baffling just thinking about it. Like they, they roster so stacked right now. <laughs> And that's, um, and that's why I even tweeted that out, man. I was like, yo, I, I have to give credit to Phoenix. Because even two weeks ago when we were talking about the possibility of Elena Del Don going there, I was like, I'm not a fan of it, man. I think it's time yeah. for Phoenix to just you know, rebuild, start over. You know, obviously DT is on the back end of her career. You know, it's yeah. just time to just, you know, throw that whole team away. But I got to give them credit. I definitely have to give them credit. I don't know how they got Natasha Cloud, but they were able to get her, man. sign her in free agency. <laughs> um, then, like I said, they got Beck Allen in the trade. Where they sent Mariah Jefferson to Connecticut. Uh, How are they doing all this? Who did they? I don't. I don't know. know. That's what I'm saying. Like just last year, this team was trash. Was dirt. It was dirt. (laughs) You know what I mean? And now, and now they just revamp. And it's it's honestly crazy to me because, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we can we can we can address this. You know, with the whole situation with Skylar Diggins Smith and. The Mercury front office, you know, I didn't, you know, with with that situation going on, I didn't think any player would want to go to Phoenix, you know, just yeah, based off of what yeah. happened there. And then, of course, you know, with DT having multiple issues with with certain players in the past, you know, I didn't think that would be a destination for people. So, right. for them to be able to do this, and I know that they have new ownership, I want to say they do, yeah, but yeah, for them yeah. to be able to pull this off, especially after what took place last year, like I, I gotta give them credit. I gotta yeah. give them credit. It's yeah. crazy, man. That's like the best. I mean, maybe Seattle because they got two you know what i mean but i mean phoenix got damn <laughs> they it's have crazy. everything they got us they got a franchise player they got um like everything you can ask for role playing uh you know what I, like every position something like so who's gonna start now natasha or dt you know what i mean so if so my my projection would be it'll probably be natasha and DT in the backcourt, you'll put Ka at the wing spot at the, at the three? three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to put Ka at the three. I'll probably put Beck at the four and 
possibly <laughs> BG at the five if if she does resign, which I mean you already said you know you do believe that she's gonna resign. So yeah, unless some miracle happens. And the only reason why yeah. I say that is because you know Natasha has proven herself as an elite playmaker, and she's a terrific on-ball defender. So she's going to mm-hmm. apply ball pressure on the opposing team's point guard. So you know, and we we've seen it in the past that like we saw last year in the playoffs, which was guard Sabrina. So you yeah. know, I think that'll be very beneficial. But also, my thing is as well is that they're going to have to have different line- lineups because I doubt DT is going to play all forty games. Like that's not that's not yeah. happening. So yeah. they're going to have to figure out you know who's going to start in DT's place you know, whenever she's gone and everything, but. Well, I mean, like you said, you know, besides that, you know, when you look at it on paper, it is stacked, but also we got to see how that translates on the court. I mean, it's an overwhelming thought, bro. <laughs> like, because they they got some of everything that they needed. Like, literally every position, every type of need that they needed, you know what I mean? They're set up for after DT's gone, too. You know what I mean? That's, so, that's what I was saying, yeah. Like, this, this is a recipe for success because – I want to mm-hmm. say Kyle is a free agent until 2026. Um, I think Natasha's 2025, 2026. I have to go back and check. But, yeah. and, you know, who knows when DT retires? She could retire after this year. I mean, I know that they're having the All Star game in Phoenix this year. This, like, yeah. people are projecting this to be her farewell tour. So it could be this year, it could be next year. Who knows? But I will say, you know, even once she does decide to hang it up, they're still going to be in contention, at least with this, uh, with at least with this team. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this because. Mm-hmm. There's two players in particular I want to talk about. I want to talk about Kalia Copper and I want to talk about Sophie Cunningham. So those two, obviously, we Uh-oh. all know they have they've had their history. You know, there's the famous meme that took place yeah. during the 2021 finals where um, they got tangled up, and you see Ka, you know, standing over Sophie. So mm-hmm. how do you see that, you know, panning out for those two? Because I, I was actually texting my friend earlier today. He was he was comparing it. I don't know. I don't know why he started comparing it, but he compared it to. Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook in the NBA. Damn, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, minus the the action. Didn't Patrick Beverly hurt Russ? Yeah, he, he yeah he hurt Russ. I want to say he missed his leg. Yeah, yeah. He ended up missing like the rest of the year or the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's comparable to that, and and probably like a Draymond and Chris Paul kind of yeah oh, back yeah, and true. forth yeah. or like a. Who else? Like Kobe versus Ron Artest from the Lakers Rockets when they was like going, you know what I mean? Like really yeah. going at it. Like Kobe Matt Barnes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kobe Matt Barnes. Uh who else? Like you can say Braun and LeBron and Lance Stevenson. I know Lance played for man, Lakers for, uh, man, for a year. LeBron and a few people for real. He yeah. he scouted his enemies, to be honest. <laughs> it seemed like he was like, Man, that dude. Yeah, he gave me the flux, so bring him on over here. He was doing yeah. a little bit of that Kobe. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I just think it's going to be real competitive practices, but then they might just smile for the camera, you know what I mean, and, and make amends like everybody do when they become teammates. But it would be nice if they still keep a little bit of that, like, spark in them because that's going to help the team. Like, it's going to be I tweeted it, bro. I got to see the scrimmages. Yes. I got to see yes. what goes down, especially when training camp starts. I got to see what goes down. Because, you know, you know, Ka, Ka is a, yeah. you know, part of my language, but Ka, Ka's a shit talker. So, yeah. you know, she, she's going to she's gonna continue to go at you. And, I mean, you know, give credit to Sophie. You know, Sophie can be a dog as well. So, I would love to see it. Yeah, I, I would too. Like, it's going to be interesting. And then they might, I don't know, they might try to one-up each other. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to the games and try to outperform one another. Like, it's healthy, it's healthy, I guess, now healthy friendly competition. Yeah, it's like friendly competition now. But in the back of their minds, it's like, yeah, yeah, I still, it's still a little piece of me, you know, got a problem with you. But we're going to make it work. 
Yeah, I feel that. So let yeah. me ask you this. Uh, well, I'll ask a few more questions about this topic before we move on. So do you see this team currently constructed, which means the addition of BG resigning? Do you see this team being in, content- being in contention next to Vegas, New York, or Connecticut? Maybe Seattle, you know, we still have to see how Seattle works, but do you see the team being in contention with those other top tier teams in the W? Um I'm gonna put the aces in their own tier. <laughs> and that's fair. That's fair. Ain't nobody, I mean, you can't yeah. ain't nobody argue with that. It's just tier one, and then tier one and so, then everybody else. Yeah, so they're tier two, at least on paper right now. But I'm gonna say that they are tier three because. They got some stuff to still figure out. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. Um, DT or Natasha, like we discussed, and you're saying both. Um, Kai to three, but then it's like, okay, so is DT's defense going to keep them kind of exposed on that part? Is it going to have to require help all of the time? Which means, you know what I mean? We could get to the breakdown of the, uh, the defenses and all of that stuff, depending on who they're playing offensively. Like if they're playing the Aces and the Aces got Jackie and Kelsey out there, and DT can't, she's not, you know, holding up her end on defense. So, you know, where do they go from there as far as just with the lineups, how they're set up? But, I mean, I as long as they come in there with no egos, no, um, you know, I'm the head honcho, and, and, and DT isn't, like, being the DT that she's been historically, you know what I mean, over the last few years for sure, um, and just, you know, just giving people a piece of her mind just because she is who she is and they make it work. They put their egos aside and they also like play more of a team oriented game. I say still focus everything around uh, BG because she's unstoppable. You know what I mean? (laughs) And yeah, if they put it together, that's, that's really what this is, is going to be about their, their final tier landing spot will depend on how they mesh. This is my thing. And I think I think that it all comes down to whether BG does resign, which I mean, like you said, you know, you said that you believe that she will, and I I, I do believe that she will too. But there could be a possibility that she says, "Hey, you know, I I may want to go elsewhere." Mm-hmm. So I think that is that is the focal point right there that will determine if this team is contenders. Because like you said, like BG is unstoppable. Let's just call yeah. it what it is. And yeah. even last year, I mean, you know, you got to think last year. Last year, I would consider her being rusty, especially, you know, after missing a whole year, you know, being detained and rushing, rushing everything. Yeah. You know, last year, I didn't think BG was at her best. And she still played well. She still yeah. played terrific basketball, yeah. you know, being dominant inside, being able to play and pick and roll, being able to play in the pick and pop. You know, yep. she showed a lot of versatility on defense, being able to switch, being able to protect the basket and everything. So, mm-hmm. like, she played great, and I still felt like she wasn't even at her best. So that's right. why I feel like it really determines for Phoenix if BG does resign. And I get it. You know, you, you got Kyle, you know, who, who won a championship. You got Natasha, Natasha Cloud, who, you know, who was a dog on both ends of the floor. But that is the biggest thing right there is if BG does resign. Now, if BG does resign, then yes. Like, I can definitely say that, you know, they're they're in, they're, they're definitely going to be contenders. But if not, I don't know if I'm too high on them like I would be personally. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. So let's let's do a hypothetical. Okay. BG leaves. So where's she going? What's Honestly, her? it's crazy. I haven't even really heard about any other teams. I just know that people are saying, you know, she could explore options elsewhere. But uh, where could she fit? Mm. What if she went to Chicago? <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about Chicago. I'm trying to think. Honestly, 
honestly, the better, the best fit is probably staying in Phoenix. As crazy yeah. as it is, I can't yeah. really think of another team. I mean, I I was gonna say Atlanta, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think Atlanta's gonna make any other moves. You know, throughout right. this offseason, I think I think I think they're set with their team, and you know, and they're gonna be good too. We're definitely gonna get into them later. Um, yeah. Nah, not Dallas. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna have to be Phoenix. It's gonna have to be Phoenix. Honestly, yeah, I can't think of I can't think of anywhere either. Really, like she she there. Uh, that was just yeah. that was just a, a curveball to throw out there. Get people nah, thinking like, that. oh, well, what if BG? <laughs> no, nah, I definitely get that. But if you ask me, I'll say they win. I'll say they win 22, 23 games this year. I was gonna say twenty seven. 27. Okay, it's not bad. 27. 27 yeah. and 13. Not bad. Yeah. Just I don't cause... know. I guess I, I guess the way I look at it is I think it'll take them some time to really get a feel for one another, create that rhythm. But I feel like once they do, they'll be off to the races. So and I, I just think Kai being there is gonna really help BG. You know what I mean? They're gonna I help agree. each other, you know what I, I mean? The, the most because BG is amazing in pick and pop, and mm-hmm. Kai is like a bull when she's going to the hole. And if you got BG giving her the picks, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't gonna lie, nobody's getting nobody's getting over the screens. Yeah. So nobody is. And then if you decide to uh go under it and and you know what I mean, leak off of Britney, then then you're done. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's a lose-lose with that. And then if and then let's say you are able to to keep up with Kai, you're gonna probably like there's a good chance you're gonna follow her going to the rim. And then right. now, you know, with what she has, she's got a few actual like good. I mean, DT's a, a decent shooter. Um, Rebecca could make buckets. You know what I mean? And we don't know Natasha to shoot threes, but I mean, she, she kind of started showing it towards the end of yeah. last season. She so, can knock them down. Yeah, she can knock them down too. So it's me. I mean, you know what I mean? Kai's got more weapons now. So let's see. Let's see. I'm ready to see. Definitely it. agree, man. You know, like I say, you know, give credit to the Mercury for making these moves happen. Uh, they've definitely opened a lot of eyes across the WN. You know, they're definitely going to be in there as far as as far as playoff contention. There's no doubt yeah. about it. But- Seat Geek is now a proud sponsor for the love of the game. There's a lot of events coming up, like the Super Bowl and the NBA All Star Game, that you don't want to miss. I can admit, for a person like myself, the ticket prices can be a little outside of my range. However, here's where I'm here to help. If you want to save some money on ticket prices, use code LOVEATGBBALL to take $20 off of your first purchase. The code will be at the bottom of the description, and make sure to save a little bit of money. Now, let's get back to the episode. I mentioned the Dream. Let's go ahead and talk about Atlanta, because they had a pretty good free agency period as well. Um, and me and you, you know, we called it. You know, we we called it Jordan Canada. is now an Atlanta <laughs> Dream. Um, they traded away. Gary McDonald in the number in the number eight pick of the 2024 draft to the Sparks. And also they got a key player, in my opinion, former MVP, Tina Charles, which we last saw in 2022, I want to say with Seattle. So what are your thoughts on Atlanta and their ability to just, you know, revamp as playoff contenders? Because, you know, they had their ups and downs last year. I thought they had a really good first half of the season. Then I think that they kind of struggled a little bit in the second half. They ended up getting to the playoffs, but you know, ended up getting swept by Dallas. So, what is your overall take on Atlanta's offseason? Um, I loved Atlanta's offseason. Um, I just like that they got a point guard, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what they needed. And now, you know, they, they probably still have some of the ISO stuff going on, but now they have a point guard that can actually organize and, and bring some order to them, you know what I mean? So it gives them a dynamic we haven't seen. 
you know what I mean? So I was surprised that Monique Billings left. Cause I thought yeah, she was I, I was I was a little upset about that because you know yeah, it could have been yeah. a reunite, man, with her and Jordan Canada, man. man. You know, they played together at UCLA and everything. I was like, man, that would have been great. But hey, man, give give credit to Monique, it. man. You know, I'm happy for Monique and her uh in her new journey out of LA. She played a big role in Atlanta, but you know, mm-hmm. it kind of sucked that they weren't able to keep her. But but then then and and I have mentioned it on uh the pie on the six pie with Snap and Becky. I'm just like, well, I'm, I was like, left field. Where is Tina Charles? I said that, like, on the free agency pod from January 26th or 3rd, whenever we recorded it. Uh, and and then all of a sudden, she comes out of nowhere and signs. I, man, you know how excited I was? I'm like, what? Tina, <laughs> like, Tina's on, one bro. of my personal favorites, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. Getting her over there, like, okay, just same same thing with Kai. And, um, bg like that pick and roll game you know what i mean so and then you still got alicia gray over there like man atlanta is gonna be sneaky good you know what i mean because i think they're gonna it's gonna be like some just right out the gate chemistry you could just kind of feel it you know what i mean with just because they needed they got things that they needed it's not like they were like oh we're gonna just bolster and become this big ho-hum giant team you know what i mean they was like oh we need that we need that oh yeah yep Everybody, all y'all come over here, and then and, and it just seems like it's gonna fit, you know what I mean? Like Jordan really makes it the fit, you know. Because if she didn't come over there and it was just Tina Charles, it's like, ah, uh, yeah, but who's gonna facilitate? So I think she's the biggest piece in, in all of that. And I see them being what a, a 20 plus win team as well. If well, if anything, they're probably that. yeah, they're probably that 22, 25 range, I would say. I can definitely see that Jordan Canada. Jordan Canada is going to wreak havoc in Atlanta, yeah. man. Like I just, yeah. I don't know. It's like I, I could picture the fit, man. And you know, I want to, you know, you know, I got, I got to address the haters, man, because they were calling me crazy for believing it would happen. And I'm like, yo, like, how can you not see that fit happening? Yeah. And it was already announced that she wasn't going back to LA. And then, of course, you know, obviously with NECA being gone, I was already, yeah. I was already saying that you know there was time for a rebuild. So. You know, yeah. and Jordan Canada has proven herself as, you know, a great starting point guard. I think that she could possibly become an all-star one day. So now you pair yeah. her next to Ryan Howard, who was a great scorer. You pair her you pair her next to Alicia Gray. You pair her mm-hmm. next to Cheyenne Parker and so many others, you know. And, you know, it's like you mentioned, I think that was something that Atlanta needed was a playmaker, somebody who could take the pressure off of Ryan mm-hmm. Howard, somebody who could take the pressure off of and, and Alicia Gray mm-hmm. for them to be able to play freely because, you know, now you can't double Ryan. Now you can't double Alicia like you may have normally yeah. could, you know, because yeah. now you have – now you have a great point guard who can knock down shots, who can get into the lane and penetrate to the basket. So, you know, like Jordan Canada offensively can really apply a lot of pressure on defenders. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we already know what she brings defensively, being a great all-ball defender, being able to apply that ball pressure. So yeah. I think it's a great fit for Jordan Canada being there, man. And as far as for Tina Charles, you know, I know that we haven't seen her play in a few years, but if you ask me, Tina Charles is still nice, you know, especially now with her missing that last year and now yeah. her coming back into this year being fresh. Like, I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just recalling – some plays with Tina Charles in Seattle, you know, a few years ago, you know, she was still dominant, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like being able to score on the face up, you know, being able to play in the pick and pop and everything. Yeah. So, you know, Tina Charles, you know, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure she's probably gonna be a part of the second unit. I don't, I don't see her starting over Cheyenne Parker, but you know, it's her, especially like, you know, her leadership and just her experience overall is going to be able to lead that team tremendously, man. Like I said, you know, she's a, she's a former MVP, you know, she's a former franchise player, you know, with her, what, what she was able to do in Connecticut or, New York or even in even in Washington, you know, I think you know, it's, it's still it's still unfortunate for me because I thought I thought the Tina Charles and Elena Deladon could be the next big thing, but you know, that's neither here nor there. 
But mm-hmm. I, li- I really love Atlanta's moves. You know, I think that they made some necessary moves. Now, are they championship contenders right now? No, I don't. I don't believe that they are. But this is the right step in the right direction. And I'm glad that you mentioned chemistry as well because they already have that. You know, and they built that yeah. last year, especially especially with Alicia coming in. You know, Ryan mm-hmm. and Alicia, they look like they're like the best of friends. Her, yeah, her, uh, is them too. And then it's Nas Hillman. Like those three are like they're like yeah. super close. They're like this. So, yeah. And now you're adding like a few other players as well who can add to that chemistry. So I like Atlanta, man. I love the direction. Um, Tanisha Rice, one of my personal favorite coaches in the W. And yeah. I'm really excited to see what they can do this year. I, I see Ryan Howard like really being more uh, able to really execute, you know what I mean? And not have to take on like volume the way that she's had to. And even if she did, she'll be able to put them over the hump a bit more than she has had to try to forcefully do do in the past. You know what I mean? It'd be a little bit more easier. She got a little bit better of a supporting cast to help her pull it off in a point guard. You know what I mean? So I think that there are, they're going to be my dark horse team this year. I think like for, con- for actual contention, you know what I mean? Like, or, or I'll say to, to, to compete for the top four. Right, but that's my thing too, because it's like I don't want to say they're. I mean, obviously, I mean, I mean, there's no question they're going to make the playoffs. You know, there's no question about that. I have no doubt yeah. about that. But yeah. I don't want to put them in the upper tier just yet. You know, I think, I think, I think that they're still maybe a few years away. I think that they may be some uh, a few moves away, but they're still yeah. young. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. they're not up there with Vegas. You know, they're not they're not seasoned vets yet, like Vegas or New York or whoever. Ooh, yeah. So I mean, they still got a lot yeah. of time to grow and blossom, man. So that's why, like that, that. That's why I say, you know, for this team, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a good step in the right direction. You know, I think that it continue to add to add to the um, add to their development. Last year, mm-hmm. they made the playoffs for the first time since I, I believe 2018. So, you know, that's a that's yeah. a good step in the right direction in yeah. itself. So now you come off of a playoff appearance and now you elevate your roster. You know, so I mean, that's that's big for them. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I can see that happening though. I think I think just uh like you just mentioned, like they not like the aces. The aces got that chemistry that was just built like right. and, and they did have the luxury of you know picking high and letting them grow together as well. And I think continuity is something that slept on just in all sports, but I think Atlanta has that. They they have an element of it, it's not aces level, but they're yeah. If not this this year for sure, like another within the next two seasons, keep this team together, and yeah, you you will see results. So let me ask you this: um, Let me put the pressure on you. So I I did mention that I believe that Jordan Canada can be an All Star. Do you believe that it could possibly happen this year, depending on how well Atlanta gets off to a good start? Um, let me see who was the who was the guards in the All Star this year, um, or last year, I should say. Um. um Jewel Lloyd, Kelsey, Arike, Jackie, right? <laughs> yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey Plum. Yep, Jewel, Enrique. Um, yep, Sabrina. Okay, Sabrina. Um, um did he play? Did uh, DT play this year? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think she did. Um, did she? That's a good. I don't. Question. I don't. I don't think so. She probably didn't. I'm trying to think. Who okay, was she was hurt a lot too. Yeah, she was. Um, Who else was other guards. I mean, obviously Ryan. I mean, or. Alicia was all-star too, wasn't she? Yeah, I think, I think she, she was. was. Alicia was okay. all-star. Okay, so with Alicia being in there. That's my thing because say, 
because I want to say last year, last year Atlanta had three. Oh yeah, actually yeah, they did have three because initially Ryan yeah. missed it because Ryan was a snub initially, but I think somebody got hurt and then she ended up getting in. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, I mean that was that was absurd, you know, not, not having Ryan in there, which is crazy. But yeah, so I I would say she should be in the All Star game, but she they may cancel each other out to some extent. You know what I mean? Like I they, that, it yeah. may be two of the three, but I'm thinking. Okay, does Jordan come in there like hurt Alicia's chances of going to the All Star game again? You know what I mean? Or does Ryan take the next step and they fall under her? You know what I mean? And then because I mean I don't know. Let me see. And this and it is East West, right? Or is it just voted and no? Uh, um, it's 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 team. Well, last year it was Team Asians. Do I think it's been Team Asians? Do we like the last like few years? Now, if they like kind of announced at the beginning of the season, like or before the season kicks off, oh, we're gonna go back, we're gonna go east west too, or something like that. I don't know how they're gonna <laughs> split the teams up like yeah. that, but um, if they went away from the captain system, I think it could it will be in her favor because everybody didn't went west, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true, especially with Kyle over there. there. The west, like, the west is yeah. loaded. The West crazy. is how the West was won. <laughs> the wild, wild West. It's, it's crazy, crazy over there now. Yeah, right. it's and it's and we still not done. EDD We're might go over done. there. That's that's the biggest question, and <laughs> and we still we still don't know what Candace Parker's Candace. Yeah, we still don't know like, what's gonna happen. I, I don't Parker's I don't know what's from. taking us so long, man. You might as well, like and, and I mean you know I, I get it. You know don't rush, don't rush her her decision. You know I'm not trying to rush by any means, but yeah, we gotta figure this thing out, man. You know. I mean, hell, free, free agency has already hit us crazy, so might as well, might as well keep it coming at this okay, point. So let's, let's let's do another fantasy curveball then. So if, let's do it. okay, let's say Candace says, um, "I'm not gonna come back to the Aces." You know, maybe she's like, "Ah, oh, they got Megan Gustafson. Ah, I went over there. I want a ring. Ah, they kind of strong over there. Ah, they won without me playing in the finals. I didn't have to contribute." like that on that level she probably did uh from the bench but um you know let's say she wants to really exert herself like and and go out on her terms if she is to retire after next season as well you know what i mean does she want to go out potentially just being an auxiliary piece or does she want to go out kind of having a slightly bigger role you know what i mean where would you think she would go to to attain that Honestly, I think Candace is cool with just being one of the role players. And I think that's part of the reason why she chose Vegas is just because, you know, yeah. hey, I'm playing next to Asia Wilson, who has emerged as the best player in the league. I'm playing next to Chelsea Gray. I already had chemistry with her in L.A., you know, and we ended up winning championship together. Kelsey Plum, right. Jackie Young, you know, and the list goes on and on. So I think I think Candace was comfortable in her role last year with Vegas. And I think that even if she does decide to leave and go to another team, I think that she'll still want to be a part of that role. So. Any other team? Um, I don't want to say Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota. Um, LA is LA. LA is definitely a no because her and Kurt Miller they have they have beef. Um, yeah, which sucks. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously Candace is one of the greatest players ever wear uniform, if not the greatest. Um, Yeah. uh, What about Connecticut? Connecticut, maybe. I mean that that front court with her and um AT, then you have Bree Jones off the bench. Yeah. 
that yeah that, that could be I think a possibility could, yeah i think that could definitely work and then it allows that could definitely uh, work. it allows brie to kind of ease her way back into things too that's true yeah and i i, I think i feel like brie is a better fit coming off the bench because i think that you need that energy especially defensively so i think brie yeah. coming off the bench does is honestly better for connecticut um damn i'm trying to think of other teams but you right? can't you can't really see it because the teams are stacked off now yeah it's like Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't, where can she go? You know what I'm Because I don't, I don't see Dallas. I don't, I don't, I don't see Atlanta. That would um, be interesting. If she went to Dallas, that might actually. Hmm. I mean, that Dallas might be what they need. That might be what they need. Because I mean, need... I mean, don't I mean? Don't get me wrong. They definitely could. They, I mean, Candace Parker would definitely be a plus there. Without yeah. Question. Without and, question. And they, I mean, they have the experience from this season, uh, this past season of, you know, going through the playoff struggles. Um, and I just yes, feel like they have to. And then, of course, Satu, Satu resigning was big, too. Yeah. And, and but they have a problem with the panic button. Like, when things get, they just start looking like they're going to go left, they hit the panic button. And it's like, Arike turns into, oh, I got it. And she puts her book bag on and she tries to just keep them afloat and just start jacking up shots and stuff like that. So two kind of falls out of her uh, efficient space. And then uh, hopefully she's improved her ball handling too. If they're going to have her handling like that and she's not getting them turnovers like that this time around uh, this upcoming season. So hopefully she's working on that too. But then if you add Candace with her experience, her IQ, her ability to uh, bring the, even like another element out of a lot of players, you know what I mean? Like, and you put her over there with Satu, Arike, uh, Kal- let's not forget Kalani. Um, Kalani, yeah. Tierra, Natasha, Natasha. Yeah, like what? Yeah, that, uh, who that else team. Is um, who was the point guard? Crystal Dangerfield. Yes, and they have scoring punch. Like, people were worried about them uh, matching up against the Aces because they were the one that gave the Aces trouble. They were the ones that gave New York trouble because they, they have a level of explosion that, I mean, I guess only the Aces really kind of have, unless New York's just hitting their shots on all cylinders and literal actual shots, not just at the rim stuff. You know what I mean? But if New York's hitting their shots, then they kind of kind of get to that. But the aces have that capability they have that capacity and only dallas is the one that's like you don't know if they're going to explode game in and game out you're worried you know what i mean like yeah they can drop a hundred on us because who are they the team that scored a hundred the most no probably not probably the aces i'll have to look that up but they're probably like top two they might be i mean i mean they got a lot of scoring punches like you said so i wouldn't be surprised if they were like in the top five yeah, and then you bring Candace over there. Oh man, yeah, I like with that. Her, with her, with her playmaking, fantasy curveballs. <laughs> yeah, with her playmaking, she would definitely make the game easier for him. I don't know. I just, I don't see. It. I mean, Dallas, Dallas is Dallas. Like, it's kind of weird to explain it, but no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, they like have too much. <laughs> exactly, but also this is just my thing, and it's like I don't want to be disrespectful when I say this, but and I'm a, I'm a big Arike Gumbawale fan. I love her yeah, shot making. Yep. I know what you're you know, about to say. I know, but <laughs> but I say it in, too. In, in my opinion, like I just don't think that she could be the number one option that can help elevate the, the Dallas yes. to really be in championship contenders. Like, and I, yes. I know that people might take that as disrespect because I mean yes, she is incredible. Right. And like I said, I'm a fan of hers, but I just don't I don't I don't see her as that number one option that could really take them to the next level. Now unless two, unless what you unless got? she somehow, some way obtains the pace 
control of like a Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Like, because she has the ability to change gears when she wants to. And she was showing that. You know what I mean? This last season, actually, she surprised me. But she's got to take it to the whole next level. Like she has it was to. kind of back and, and honestly, forth. And, and I mean, it is it is not even disrespect either because I felt like even last year she took some strides, especially defensively. Yeah, I she thought did. she got. I thought she improved a lot defensively last year. So she's taking yeah. those strides, but I don't know. It's just still another level that she's got to get to. If yes, if she is going to like really be that lady factor for Dallas, she's got to be. She's got to get the point guard level. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. an explosive scoring guard more so of a scoring guard if she can get the point guard element a part of her and like really control the game on the floor and stuff like that control the flow control the pace you know what i mean then that puts them in a whole nother tier because they're not going to hit the panic button like okay for instance i say the chris paul effect and it's the perfect comparison to make sorry wnba fans to switch to the nba for this example real quick but the Warriors lost last year in the playoffs to me because they're they were panic buttony too because they would just start jacking up shots. Steph Curry over mm-hmm. here, Clay Thompson over here, Clay Boom. Thompson a lot. Yeah. If you plug Chris Paul into that situation last season from the playoffs, they have a, a controlled kind of hold on, let's get this action going right here because I see this right here instead of oh pass. All right, Steph off the off the screen. All right, just blaze or Steph off the screen pulling defenders here. Throw to you, shoot like. You can be more methodical, and that's all that she has to do. Arike has to be more methodical, better at execution, and just controlling the game. If she can do that, and she's capable, she is. She is. She is. Like if once that clicks in, Dallas will be on an entirely another level. Right? Is that, is that even the right way to say that? Entirely no, I mean, another level. <laughs> I mean, it works. It works. But the only reason why I say that is because I remember uh, this past season. Um, her and Jewel had Jewel Lloyd had a nice little back and forth dual performance. I think Ariki might have had a had like 41, Jewel, yeah. I think, had like 39 or something like that. I mean, yeah. it was a great showing, yeah. and I just remember people were asking, like, Hey, who is the better score out of those two? A lot mm-hmm. of people were saying Arike, and I was saying, I'm I'm gonna go Jewel personally. I think Jewel is, you know, I think she's more in control of her game, you know, yeah. I think that you know, she's more subtle. She takes yeah. high quality shots for the most part. I mean, there are there have been mm-hmm. some games where Joel did shoot badly from the from the floor, but yeah. I think that is one thing that I could say is like you know when Enrique does get out of her game, like she does take a lot of bad shots, and you know she is a little bit out of control. So that that is something that I would love to see from her. But like like I said, man, you know it's not hating in a way, man. I, I'm a fan no. of Enrique. You know I love her shot making. I think it's incredible, but I just think Dallas is still missing that that piece that could help and elevate. And look, maybe Candace Parker could be. Like maybe her addition could be, you know, that that piece that could help them elevate, you know, because obviously, besides Arike, you know, Satu is taking another leap. You know, I'm I'm, I'm so I'm I'm just so happy for Satu because I've seen it in her all along. You know, I think that the WNBA world was just waiting patiently for her to, you know, to have that breakout yes. year and for her to and for her to have it last year was really really incredible. And let's be wrong, I mean, without Satu, they were not making the playoffs. I'm just no, they were not not, not at all whatsoever. So. Who knows, man? Candace, Candace could make that could make that leap. But if you ask me about Candace, I think if I'm her, and I, I know that they just signed uh, Megan uh, Gustafson, but I, I would stay put in Vegas. You know, what I mean, I know that she yeah. wasn't a contributor on the floor to win that championship, but you know, you got to think, man. You know, when she was playing, they were like, because she played 18 they games, were they were like unstoppable. <laughs> exactly, like they were like 16 and two yeah. like, during that stretch or something like that. And 
I remember they played a game against Connecticut. They blew out Connecticut. I'm like, yeah, like, this team is just not nah, like this team is. You, know, you, you yeah. can't beat this team. There's no it's way. It's not fair. But or, you know, we all. I mean, but we also got to talk about it, you know, because there could be a possibility of her leaving. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or Seattle. <laughs> hey, reunite with Neca. Hey, but not? also, that, but that, but that's my thing too because I would hope that it wouldn't mess up the uh, the development of Ezie Magbogor because she's been a yeah, crucial well, yeah. piece to yeah. Seattle. She's been a crucial that's true. piece. So I think I think that's my thing. I think I think Seattle's going to ride it out with that team right there. Obviously, Jewel, Neca, Skyler. And then Ezzy, because Ezzy's been incredible. She's been yeah, incredible. She is. Yeah. So. She she shocked me last season because I didn't I didn't anticipate her taking that big of a leap. You know what I mean? Like I didn't either. She became like the hub. You know what I mean? Like for for just things going on on the floor, she started getting people like the ball in their spots and stuff. I'm like, what? How are y'all using her? And then it just started working. Like after about ten games, it just started to make sense. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, seeing her take that that big of a leap, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if Satu didn't if Satu didn't have the season that she had, Ezzy probably would have definitely been up there really high for her most improved player for me. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I couldn't, I can't disagree. With it. I mean, she had a, she had an incredible year. I definitely didn't see All Star coming going into last year. So for her to be able to have that accomplishment, that was huge in itself, man. But yeah, let's let's talk about Connecticut, man, because they're they're running it back. You know, we talked about Bree Jones, you know, resigning, mm-hmm. but also they got they resigned Dewana Bonner, which I'll be real. I, I saw people talking about oh she could go to Seattle too. And I was like, I don't think I don't think Dewana's going anywhere. That was just my personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, but then they also got two great guards, Mariah Jefferson and Tiffany Mitchell. They did mm-hmm. have to get rid of uh, Natisha Heideman, and then they also you know got Beck Allen up out of there. So, yeah. what are your thoughts on Connecticut this upcoming season? Um, I think they're gonna miss uh, Natisha's threes because they're just yeah. so sudden. You know what I mean? And they were like big buckets, like they were they big were. moment, big time buckets when she made them. Like they, that was like her either winning games or extending the leads. Like whenever teams were trying to mount like a run or a comeback or something like that, she would just make a huge bucket just out of nowhere. And um, I don't know how they replaced that with Mariah. Um, uh, and then trying to replace replace uh, Rebecca Allen either. Like, no, nah, she just like took another step. That's the thing. Like, too. did they did did they like? So, Size do you think up? that? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that the shooting is going to be missed this year? Like, do you think that they're going to be missing like a lot of? I mean, not not saying that they don't have shooting, but you talk about Natisha, who was a great shooter, Beck Allen, who was a great shooter. Um, you think that you know they're going to miss that this upcoming yeah. season? Yeah. Because uh, that means that's even more on Dewana Bonner's shoulders. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be relying on her to make a lot of those shots or just stretch the floor. Like they're going to have to run sets that don't uh, like really affect the entire floor. You know what I mean? It'll just affect her general area. You know what I mean? I think um, that's and that's just me just thinking of it like off the top of my head. Like, you know, they they won't be able to spread the floor like they would with Natisha, Rebecca, and Dewana on the floor. You know what I mean? Because AT is not about to shoot threes like that. Brianna, uh, I don't was was she shooting? Was she stretching the floor that far? I don't she was, she was she hitting did. like she was she was knocking down mid range shots. I don't think yeah, she was but not three behind the three point line. She nah, was like elbow. If I yeah. want to say she's like as far out as the elbow. She was scoring along the foul line and everything. Yeah, so. I don't know how they do replace that. Like, I mean, mm, I don't see it. 
Like they're going to have to change the way that they play. But with Mariah Jeff- Jefferson, I mean, they in, they still do have DJ Carrington, so that does help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, let let's not forget DD. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, it's and she emerged too. So maybe they. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have got rid of Rebecca Allen, man. At the very least, I yeah. wouldn't have got rid of Rebecca. That, so that would actually surprise me. And I mean, I think I think it's beneficial for Phoenix, but I think that it's a huge loss for Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, it's super beneficial for Phoenix because they was trash on defense. <laughs> like it, it gives uh bg more to work with on the floor you know what i mean it doesn't make it where she's the first and last line of defense anymore it's right. her and natasha too but we already discussed them um but yeah like that's you're just missing a lot you know what i mean and i'm not sure how much of that uh mariah's gonna bring but i mean they have a different dynamic having another ball handler other than at is going to be beneficial you know and that's a, probably a better ball handler than uh, Natisha was right. and Mariah. So, I mean, but that's we'll, also the we'll thing speak. as well, though. Like when you play in a lineup with AT, I feel like you've got to be able to space the floor because I mean, it's almost mm-hmm. it's almost like and I'm not trying to compare these two players, but it's almost like the, the LeBron effect. You know, whenever LeBron's getting downhill, he kicks it out to an open shooter. You know, you got to be able to knock down that shot. Same thing like with a player like AT, you know, AT's running downhill and we all know AT is a terrific playmaker. She's going to yeah. kick it out to the wing, kick it out to the corner. You know, you got to be able to knock down those shots. Yeah, you do. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I I I've got to see them uh figure that out. Like I can't even envision them. Like I can envision a lot of teams, but I can't envision them just having it like that, just off top. They're gonna have to figure something out. Or AT is gonna have to start shooting herself. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know and about let, that one. I, ain't gonna lie. I mean, you <laughs> see what I mean? And then, yeah. and then maybe Mariah have to set her up some. You know what I mean? So like, I, I, but I just I don't see it now. That with they lost two really key pieces that they didn't really have to get rid of. They could have let Bree Jones yeah. come back, and they could have ran it back because they played very well. You know what I mean? They like it was really like well. it was like At just stepping up and assuming the role. You know what I mean? Uh, that was required for them to be at that level. You know, I didn't expect them to be top four after Bree Jones went down. And and there they were. You know what I mean? So then you lose your, your floor space. And, like, I don't know, man. That's, like, key, especially with, like, where the game is going. You know what I mean? Like, right. the game, since Becky Hammond came and won with the Aces the way that she did, and she told everybody to shoot, if you're open, shoot. Even Kia Stokes is shooting threes now. So <laughs> it's just, like. You know what I mean? How are you going to beat the Aces now with less shooting? I, I definitely agree. But how do you how do you think that guard play is going to going to play out with both Mariah and Tiffany coming in? Like, who do you who do you think is starting? And then, of course, you know, like, what are your thoughts on that on those two on those two players um, individually? Um, I think they're both they're both good because they can score. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would start whoever shows me that they can best stretch the floor in practice. Yeah. I want to, I want to say Tiffany was coming out. I mean, I know I, I want to say she started for a little bit last year in, in Minnesota, but I think, yeah. I think that was more so uh what's her name. And uh, in Minnesota. some injury, I think. Uh, yeah. It wasn't uh, why is the name. No, I'm about to say that all wrong. Is it Lindsay Allen? Um, I think it was. Was it Lindsay Allen? It might've been. Yeah. It was who else got hurt over there? Um, Shepard didn't Shepard? Yeah, get I think she did. It was because they had they had a few injuries over the course of the year, 
And, um, you know, then that's when you got to step up into that role. So I guess Tiffany would be the one off the bench then, I guess. Like, Mariah has, I I don't really want to say she has more of the ability to explode, but I would rely on Mariah a bit more. You know what I mean? Especially just with her having a ball in her hands, too, and being a create for herself. So that element of it will put me in a position to say that she should be the starter. You know what I mean? Yeah. This this is totally off topic, man. But Uh-oh. man, I'm um, I'm so I'm so upset. So we just had that whole segment on Atlanta, and I didn't even mention anything about Ariel Powers. I'm so upset. Oh, I'm so sorry. No. I'm failing at like two, bro. Ariel, I'm sorry, man. man. Oh my yeah, god, I didn't even mention Ariel Powers. Yeah, that's Ariel, crazy. man. And and that's just that goes to show you what Atlanta is doing over there, and she brings. She brings a lot to the table too, bro. Like especially um, offensively. And I'll be yes. right, it was it was time for her to get out of Minnesota. And I'm happy that she was able to. Now her going to Atlanta, that that definitely has another punch um, offensively for uh, for Atlanta. So I just wanted yeah. to point it out because I, you know, I know people are gonna listen, they're gonna be like, yo, you didn't mention area powers. I'm sorry, you know, that, that was my fault. I'm slipping. And but hey, I mean we, no, we, we, we addressed I'm, it. I'm we addressed in the wrong it. too, though. Cause I man, yeah. I rock with Ariel. I mean, her one of her like her mother's my manager is friends with her mother you know yeah. what i mean and just that and then i just fo- been following her because she's from here you know what i mean so you're not the only one in the wrong sir <laughs> I'll, I'll take the fall with you no nah, that's all good man you know what but now we, we just we just need to we just need to address that real yeah area we love you and congratulations exactly on, on getting somewhere that wants you facts that's a big fact man but as for you know back to connecticut um, even though I think they are missing some key shooting, I think that I think that there's no question they're still going to be top three in my yeah. opinion in the W. You're going to right there behind Vegas and right there behind New York. Right. Um, but I mean, at you know, I think she might be coming out a little bit hungry. You know, coming up this upcoming <laughs> year, you know, she didn't win, she didn't win the MVP this this past season, so that might yeah. that might bring a little bit of hunger and everything. I think that she's going to be refreshed and everything, so we might have another dominant season from at. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah, and getting Bree Jones back too. So, yeah, that that's also big too. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see her, like, basically bring everything together, and then I mean, they do. Well, let me see. They they got Ty Harris over here. Oh, they did get Rachel Bannum. They did. Yeah. Oh, they did. Oh, wait a minute. I might be all wrong in my uh, <laughs> perspective. Let's let's. You know what? I think this team. They, this team's gonna they, be a contender. They're gonna be there. They're gonna, they, they kind of feel better defensively, somewhat, yeah. only because instead of Natisha, they got a little bit more length with what they got back in return, what they what they brought in. So I don't know, man. That I, I mean, we I want to see it. I want to see it because shooting is still premium, and they gotta make these shots, they have to. And and then DJNA, what they have to make sure. Okay, so is DJNA starting? That's the question this time around. Like she's starting, she's getting the minutes she was getting before because she's shown and proven, right? She she probably she has a good chance of it, but I don't know. She was so good off the bench last year, and it's crazy because people forget. Like at the beginning of last year, she was getting a lot of PT. No, none. And like we were all like, "Yo, what is going on? Like, why is DJNA not getting any playing time?" And yeah. then when she did. You know, we yeah. saw the difference that she was able to uh, to provide off the bench, knocking down shots, being a great being a great defender, using her physicality. She could step into that starting wing position. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if she did, but I, I also love her off the bench too. I think that she really provides a great spark off the bench for them. 
Okay. But yeah, and then and then they do. I mean, they got Ty Harris, and she was showing up too. So maybe I'm a little bit wrong in thinking that they may uh, fall from from grace in the shooting area. Like, but these just they they're not Natisha Heideman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that's that's no, I I'm looking at it not so late. sharply like that that's probably where i'm coming from that perspective because i'm just looking at it like it's not her you know what i exactly. mean exactly but i mean even even despite missing natisha i mean i'm I've, I've been a big fan of tiffany mitchell you know i felt like i feel like you know with her in indiana i feel like she could always get a bigger role obviously you know that's a south carolina player so yeah i know that you know i mean and she was good at indiana but i always knew that she could get a bigger role and then even she had a shining moments in, um, in minnesota as well people forget you know i think they got their first win bait um, off of a Tiffany Mitchell game winner because people forget they started off 0 and 6, the Lynx did, and they got their first win against the, uh, the Mystics, and that was off of a Tiffany Mitchell game winning uh, layup. So, like, her presence, especially as a veteran, is going to be huge for Connecticut. And I, I, think, I think she's going to fit in well next to the likes of Dewana, next to the likes of Bree Jones, next to the likes of AT. So, you know, I, I think fit wise, I think it's going to be really good. So, I mean, you know, I know that I know that Natisha was a crucial, uh, was a crucial part of that team. Yeah, uh, with Connecticut, or especially over the past few years, especially with you know helping to get to the finals and everything, but you know adding a player, adding a player like Tiffany Mitchell is not bad either. But let's go man. ahead and switch gears, man. You know, I mean, of course we got to talk about this team, man. We got to talk about the team in green, which is the Seattle Storm. I love it, man. Man, I love it. Uh-oh. I love it, man. Uh, so they acquired Skylar Diggins Smith. They acquired Neko Gumike. Um, you still got Jewel Lloyd as your franchise player. I, I definitely believe that you, you got to run the office through Jewel, and I think everybody yeah. on that team understands that. They start they they went eleven and twenty nine last year, and it's for sure they're not going to finish that this year no, at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. So what is so what is your prediction on Seattle this year as a whole? Um, man, for some reason I feel like they have the perfect uh, amount of like veteran presence coming in with NECA and Skyler they aren't going to be trying to like knock Jewel off of her throne they're right. not going to throw their egos around like oh I'm you know NECA's not going to be like well I was running LA and Skyler's not going to be like well I was running Phoenix before uh I stopped playing you know what I mean so um I don't think that they're going to go over there with egos intact and then right. that's going to allow for like Ezzy um, to do to keep on doing her thing and keep on growing. That's gonna allow for Sammy to still get off, Jordan Horston to still do her. Like it's just gonna it's gonna raise the whole floor of that team and raise the ceiling. You know what I mean? And having Jewel there now uh, with not only Ezzy but Neca too. You know what I mean? To run some actions off of and to get her that much more free because you have to pay attention to Neca and now you have to pay attention to Ezzy now too. You know she was a surprise last year. Oh yeah, we'll scout her. We'll scout her next season. Oh well, how much can you scout her with Neck out there too, and then Skyler too? Like, man, if anything, I think they are the biggest threat to win a WNBA championship over the. You know, I, I won't say against the Aces, but just to win a WNBA championship, and and they may be the best if they come together the way they were, like because they were starting to figure some things out, like some roles and stuff like that. Yes, they still needed like a NECA and a Skyler. Like they needed some some plug and plays around there. And I think it's perfect. I think it's it just works. You know what I mean? So I have high hopes and expectations from them. I do. So I have a bold prediction. Uh oh. And 
I know that this team, you know, we, we haven't seen them on the court yet. You know, this is only based off of signings and what we see on paper. Right. But I think this team could be better than Connecticut next year. I think there's a, oh, I think yeah. it's a possibility. I think yeah. it's a possibility. Yeah, and I know, I know not- that, I know that Connecticut, they already have that chemistry and, you know, we still have to see what Seattle does, but I think, I think they could be better than them. I mean, you talk about yeah. NECA. NECA's a champion and the former MVP. Jewel is a multiple-time champion. Right. Skylar is a multiple-time all-star. And we all know, if, if, if you ask me, in my opinion, she's the best point guard in the W when healthy. That's just my opinion. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, Huge honor. So, you know, when you talk about that combination that you talked about, you know, Ezzy Mabigal, you still got um, Sammy Wickham, you still got Jordan Horston, you still got um, Mercedes Russell, you know, like just so many other players on Seattle who – who really who really played a big role for them last year. I think yeah, I think this team is going to be really good, you know. Obviously, you know, they still have to build that chemistry. We still have to see how all of this translates on the court, but if they're able to figure out which I do believe that they can. Yeah. This team this team's going to be up there without yeah. question. Yeah, and it, it took them 10 games to figure it out last season and they struggled mightily. I think it's going to take yeah. them about somewhere between 7 and 10 this time just to figure out how like great of a juggernaut they can be you know what i mean because they're gonna be a problem they are going to be a problem jewel Without and skyler with NECA, like nah man that's that's like almost i almost really want to put them like in, in that second tier they're probably the first team i i damn near want to put them over new york because oh over new york i, I don't I'm, know if i want to go there yet like new I york mean, is still almost good to me. I mean, I mean, they'll definitely be up there. I don't know if I'm gonna put there. I don't know if I'm gonna put them ahead of New York yet, but I can definitely yeah. put them ahead of Connecticut. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, you know, I got to give New York their respect because they did make the finals and right. they did, you know, pose the biggest, at least like during the Commissioners Cup and the games against the uh, against Vegas. They, you know, put up, they gave them problems and won some games, but um, I just, I don't know. I, I think the fit is just better like because i've seen sabrina kind of like out of sorts for the first like two games then she's like yeah well i do got brianna stewart on my team and then they kind of tried to like they start working on their game and john quail was still kind of like phased out you know what i mean you can see it in her body language and then around like the commissioner's cup she started to get incorporated more and um, and then they kind of started to figure it out, but it's it wasn't flowing. You know what I mean? Like they had to either force it in early to her and let her get established that way, or um, it just didn't seem like she was gonna get it going the way that she really wants to. You know what I mean? To to have the type of games that she wanted to have, like to have the potential to have double doubles and stuff that she was upset about, and you know, saying finally and it's about time, and you know, like. The, the fit just wasn't necessarily the best. And I don't know that they will make it any better going into next season, especially like I think of uh, like Kayla Thornton's role. She had a role early, but then when Nigel yeah. started getting loose, Kayla kind of fell off the cliff. But Kayla's still a hustler. She plays good defense. She's still and it's like I don't know that they even figured that out yet. You know what I mean? Like it's still some stuff that needs to be figured out. And I don't think that. Seattle will have those problems. You know what I mean? So that's the only reason why I want to say that they can I'll, I'll put New York second, but Seattle's right there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and I'll, right I'll know 
from when I watch both of these teams going into next season, I'll know what's going on within like 15 to 17 games. I know I'll, I'll be able to see what, like if New York actually bringing it all back together, of course they probably, they weren't going to leave each other that fast. Um, but I'll be able to see if some continuity has set in or if they still like how I was saying, you know, you got to put your egos aside and just play as a team. If they do that, because to some extent, at the end of the day, the person that's going to have to sacrifice their game the most is Brianna Stewart. You know what I mean? But really? she's MVP caliber. Yeah, she's MVP mm-hmm. caliber. Why? Why would you want her to sacrifice her game? You know what I mean? Right. And I think because she has the most, like, she's the biggest, like, piece on that team. If we're being honest, you know what I mean. But so that means, I mean, or because when you have a big three, somebody's game is going to get sacrificed and i if think you ask me, order, yeah and it's crazy to even say that like if you ask me i would it's say you know if everybody's JJ. clicking i wouldn't even gonna say jj i was gonna say sabrina sabrina oh okay yeah, yeah and I, I mean and i don't i don't i don't think that's disrespectful because i think sabrina's a great addition to that team but like yeah. jj's unstoppable yeah whenever she's in her bag bro. Well, i mean we saw it in the playoffs like last year like yeah. which, and, i mean even down the stretch of even last season like when jj yeah. It's locked in, you know. She's super dominant. Like she's a matchup nightmare. So like, and that's why I would love for Sandy Brandello to please like run some more plays with her because she can really beat these other bigs that she's going up against, and right. she showed that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not even just in New York, but even in Connecticut when she won MVP. So like, and I know people are gonna hate that because I mean, there's a lot of Sabrina fans out there, and I'm I'm not trying to disrespect Sabrina by any means, but no, that's not like, disrespect. Exactly, but JJ, like when JJ's locked in, like this, I'll be real. There's nobody in the league that could possibly guard her. Like maybe, maybe I don't know, Asia, you know, because Asia's an elite defender. Candace, um, maybe BG, you know what I'm saying? But anybody yeah. else, like Jacqua's eating them. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, okay, I, I feel your Sabrina take because my thing also is without. Sloop, what does Sabrina's game look like last season? That's a good question. It's a really good question because, because I mean, uh, we, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, this is like really like the first like elite point guard that Sabrina played next to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know that she played with some other point guards before that. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but Sloop, I mean, Sloop's up there as far as one of the greatest point guards in WNBA history. Right. So that's interesting. Because yeah. Sabrina really got off last year. She yeah. was shooting the lights out. Lights out. It's crazy. And then if they get to hone in on her that much more because Sloot's threat to shoot a three and her ability to just get in the paint due to Steve Nash and, and then kick it back out somewhere and keep running around, get it back, kick it. You know what I mean? Like she's a point guard's point guard. And right. if you take that away, you know John Quill can do her thing. You know Brianna can do her thing because they can create for themselves off contact as well right is sabrina capable of that you know what i mean like does her score right. and that's my thing too because we never i don't think we've really seen like the shot creation from sabrina it's always you know mm-hmm. catching shoots you know spot up shooting and everything and i mean i mean don't get me wrong i mean she can knock them down but we've never seen like more of that versatility offensively i mean she does i mean she does she does have moments where you know where she'll come off a ball screen and she'll penetrate or you know or she'll get into the lane but i don't know like we haven't really seen that bag from her in yeah. a way you know what i mean yeah yeah, because that's that's exactly what I'm uh, called bringing attention to. Yeah, so I mean, we'll, I mean, yeah, so I I can I can rock with that. Like Sabrina needs to take the biggest uh, 
like sacrifice to her game and it's not like a lot like a, a right 10 20 percent of it you know what i yeah. mean like i mean I, I i still think sabrina's gonna average double like double feet double, double, uh, double figures uh scoring, scoring you know yeah. what i'm saying i don't i i don't i don't doubt that at all but i don't know that 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 front court of stewie and jj is a problem can easily lead the way yeah and i feel like you need to rely on both of them to lead the way and i was yeah. you know stewie stewie's one like stewie's just an incredible player all-around player so right. obviously, obviously, she's the number one option. I mean, you, I think there's no way that they can. I mean, I'll be real. I mean, there's no way they're getting to the finals without Stewie just going crazy, like without question. And mm-hmm. if they if they want to win a championship, they're gonna have to continue to keep going through Stewie without question. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, what I saw from JJ in the second half of last season, even in the playoffs, like that, like that's what makes Connecticut. Excuse me, not Connecticut. That's that's what makes New York, you know, that much dangerous. You know, when JJ is locked in on both ends of the floor. Yeah. But they also have to continue to get her involved and, you know, run more plays for her. That's why I keep saying, like, you know, Sadie's got to continue to run more plays for her. And then, like, you know, I I can understand it in the beginning because, you know, obviously, you know, all the star power coming together and, you know, you're still trying to figure things out. But and then, you know, I think I think people were saying as well that John Cole didn't come into didn't come into camp, you know, in the best shape. So it took her. Yeah, Yeah. it took her a while to, you know, to really get into a rhythm. But once she did, I mean, she showed that, you know, how dominant she could be. So, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a tough thing with New York, man. But you know, but back to Seattle. But I, I wanted to ask you this with uh, Seattle. So let's speak hypothetical. So let's let's say, for okay. instance, later on this year, New York and Seattle five game series. How do you see that panning out? Ooh, five game series. Uh, I mean, with with what you're saying about JJ, that's gonna be that's a thing as well. Because like, because like, what's the matchups? Because I will, I'll probably see Ezzy probably guarding JJ. I think Nick is gonna guard Stewie, and then um, and then it's gonna be Stewie versus her old team, <laughs> Jewel yeah. versus her old teammate. Like, ah, that's that's mm-hmm. got so much storyline written. And in. and I'm sorry, but I mean, and look, I'm not trying to disrespect Sabrina, but she is not she's not checking Jewel, Jewel at all, not at no. all, no. not whatsoever. I'm sorry, none. <laughs> um. And who's going to Skyler Slew? Oh, come on, man. No, come but <laughs> I mean, and that's what I kind of mean. Like, it's it's a little bit different for them because NECA might not mind taking slightly a slight backseat to no, I think I think she will. I think she the, will. the the greatness of Skyler and Jewel in the backcourt. Yeah. You know what I mean? To let them and go off and then she's just you. yeah, and she's just the glue, like, oh, y'all need me right here? Oh, yeah, bam. Oh, y'all need me right there? All right, bam. Oh, need me on defense real quick? All right, got to stop. Because, I mean, and, then, and, that's, okay. and, that's, and that's the versatility of NECA, too, is that NECA ain't got a score to be effective on the court. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the great thing about NECA. Yeah, and that's and that's how I feel about it. Like, that's why I feel like, you know, they will mesh a little bit sooner than what we've seen happen with New York last season. You know what I mean? And it won't be body language and pouting faces and finally and – you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I just think it's gonna flow better. I do, and and I just think that team just, it's just a better, it's it's a better fit. Like, who we not worried about a Kayla Thornton on Seattle, going from having minutes to not having minutes? Because who who here on this roster on Seattle is gonna be someone that just outshines somebody else and kind of buries them, and then you just end up putting them in the po- in your pocket? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't I don't see anybody like. There's there's no one here that should have a reduced role. They all just they're all it's a lot of youth on that team. They shouldn't yeah. have egos, especially coming from the season that they did come from. It was fun though. You know what I mean? Um it they was. got to realize certain levels of themselves. Um 
I just, I don't know. I just think it's going to work. Like, because right. all your veterans are not, they just, I mean, maybe Jewel, maybe Jewel was feeling that type of way. You know what I mean? Going into last season, but it's like, I can't, I know what I'm capable of, but oh yeah, I'm getting Skylar. Oh, I'm getting NECA. Oh yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to do me, but I'm going to do it within the confines of what this team is and requires of me. I'm not going to feel like I have to drop 40. You know what I mean? And I'm, and we're not going to have these droughts where it's like, oh, Seattle hasn't scored. Ah, Jewel's got it. Oh, Jewel. Oh, my God. Are you watching Jewel Lloyd, ladies and gentlemen? You know what I mean? Like, we've seen her, her big games when she was going off. She's not going to have to have that pre- She or not have to have it. She's not going to have that pressure to, to perform just night in and night out to that level every night. You know what I mean? So that's going to extend her as far as, like, she's not going to get exhausted over the course of the season and stuff like that. And it's just going to have her even more ready in bigger moments. So I'm high on Seattle, as you see. I'm, like, almost no, – no, I'm, I'm high on them, too. I mean, now – I'm, like, like, real high on them. And that's the thing, because, I mean, as you've been talking, I've had a chance to think, and I'm thinking, yeah, like, yeah this, this team is going to be dangerous. But let me ask you yeah. this as well. Like, do you think that there's any pressure on Noel Quinn as well on the sideline? Uh, no, I think it's, I think she's in a good spot too. I think she's, I think it's, it's, it's almost too good of a fit. If you ask me, it's like, it's like everything just fit into place. Like you just ordered something from Ikea or something. And it's just like, just insert the screws and this is what you're going to get. If it's (laughs) make sure you put a little glue on it here and there. So it won't be all shaky. You know, it's going to be sturdy, but it's going to be a little shaky. No, just put the glue right there and over there, and it's going to be, you know what I mean? It's going to be solid, and you're good to go. I agree. And the I glue is going to be, you know, Mercedes doing what she do, Ezzy doing what she do, Sammy still doing what she do, Jordan Horston, uh, like, figuring out what her, like, what she's going to be asked of within the confines of Skyler and NECA being there now too. Like, so, I mean, and I just think it's just going to fit. They had all that experience last year to just find themselves. And then it's like their second unit, it will be its own unit almost. And then you can sprinkle a veteran in here or there, maybe two of them at a time with them. You know what I mean? And, and it's just going to flow. I just think it's going to flow. You got the opportunity to let them all cook alone too, if you want to with the second units. You can let Skyler go with that unit. You can let Jewel go. She already did it. You know what I mean? You can right. let uh, NECA do it, and then you can give it a, a different type of look just from NECA. You could put NECA and Sammy out there, and, and you know what I mean? Like, and just let it go that way. Like, it's it just seems like it's just going to flow. I, I right. can't wait to see it. I wish the season was starting tomorrow. I can't wait either. That, that's yeah. what they do. And that, like, that's that's the tough thing about, you know, off-season <laughs> of free agency, man. We still got a couple more months. And obviously, yeah. obviously, 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 we're going to be occupied because, you know, the NBA is still going to be going on. And then, of course, the uh, March Madness. Madness. Yeah. Next month as well. So, I mean, we're going to be occupied. But, man, just, just talking about this now, I need I need the season to start, like, yeah. soon. Yeah. But I was, I was wondering, too. I was like, you know, who's going to start that wing next to Jewel? I'm probably I would assume it's probably Sammy Wickham that's gonna start yeah. at that wing, that three position or whatever yeah. it is. So and then that, and then we still don't know what's gonna happen with AU. We know somebody in AU is gonna emerge. Yeah, and they're gonna get, AU, yeah. yeah, and then they're gonna get the I mean, at least that's coming up, but it's not the whole WNBA, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> but it's we're gonna see some ball with that, and we're gonna see somebody emerge and become a, a big player. And I think they were talking about Taya Cooper's coming. To AU, yeah, and Cooper's like, coming, yeah. I think she needs to be on somebody's team because people can use defense. And um, 
I just, man, I, this this is about to be a very exciting season, and we're not it's done yet. Year. We don't know what we do. We still got Candace the draft. <laughs> You're in the draft. <laughs> we still got the draft. We don't know. Yeah, uh, but I don't. I don't know. Did I ask you this? I wanted to ask you this about um, about the uh, Chicago segment. You know, with them getting that what was their number three overall pick. Is that who they got? Uh, is it three? I think so. Because I think yeah, LA third pick. So, like, who do you yeah. who do you think that they're going to choose in that with that pick? I mean, they begging Paige. But I mean, I mean, and that's just that's just from some they fans. Page, they saying Paige, but I, I, I don't know. I might I go. Know. I mean, who would be right there? Because Cameron Brings going number two, right? She got to. Yeah, she got to go to L.A. Caitlin Clark. So I mean, Caitlin Clark is a lock. You know, I mean, we already know that. So um, that puts it into like Rakia's the. I I, I think Rakia's going. If you think you think that's who it's gonna be. I, I think that's who it should be. I, I don't know. It might, it might not be over, her, but over I Andy. think. Yeah, I'll say that. I like, yeah, I like it. I do too. No, I like I it too. Do. And that's one thing about Paige. And yeah, God, I'm, I'm about I'm about to be so disrespectful <laughs> saying Uh-oh. this, man. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Honestly, and you know they're gonna kill me for this, but I I think in you know it's undecided. I mean, I think Paige does have another year of college or like being eligible for college, so she could say, "Hey, I can go back and do another year." But honestly. If she does go into the draft, I think that she could drop a little bit. Not not like too far. Like she could drop yeah. to like maybe five or six, but I don't think she's gonna be the high pick that what people are expecting. And it's not a knock the page, but she's great. Like, you know, she's been she's had a great year, especially coming off of last year, you know, you know, you know, rehabbing the injury. But yeah. when it comes to Paige, she's a great player, but at least from what I've seen this year, I don't know if she has like the mentality to be a franchise player in a way, if that makes sense. Like for people who watch, you know, obviously, you know, her shot making is incredible. You know, she, she can make great, like her playmaking is great too, but yeah, I don't know. Like when it comes to like Chicago and them moving in another direction, I don't know if that's the best fit for Paige. I don't know. I mean, especially, you know, especially as well, you know, cause I'll be real. Like, and I tweeted this earlier, like this is, this is the opportunity for Dana Evans to shine and I need her to shine. Okay, and and so is Dana pushing point? Yeah, or or we gonna get at to Marina? Okay, okay. Now Dana got to push point. Put Marina at the two. Well, then I'm going. I'm going to get Rakia then. I mean, but then does that? Does that? Is Izzy? Is Izzy gonna play the? Who's playing the five? Oh no, they still got. uh, They still got Elizabeth Williams. Elizabeth, yeah. So, hmm, that means Rakia is probably off the bench. Is Izzy ready to come back? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't even know where to start to look for it. I need to. I gotta, see I gotta look she, into that. But I mean, I think if she, she, has if she been, is, if she is, that'll be have, big. Yeah. If if she is, that'll be huge. Because it's not like they have a trash team. Like they have a, they have a good. No, they, they have. I mean, a, they, they have, have a decent roster. Um, they'll, yeah. they'll probably win like probably. I'll say like maybe thirteen <laughs> games or something like that. Who knows? But <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not a knock. You know what I mean? I mean, they. You know, yeah. I mean, this offseason. Hasn't gone the best, you know. They weren't able to get Skyler or Nika, and they just lost Ka, which was a franchise player. So, All right. But you know, that, that's um, just my observation. I'm looking at the roster, and yeah, they them pray up, pray, <laughs> prayers up. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't. Yeah, it's just gonna have to be uh, Dana Evans taking over. It is. And then she, they're gonna I have mean, to. I they're think. gonna have to draft like Rakia. They they are going to have to. Almost like I think that. I think Rakia is the best fit, and yeah, I know that 
I know that people people will probably say that Paige has been better than Rakia this year. I mean, which is which is fair because I mean Rakia did miss a little bit of time with the injury, but I don't know. Rakia got that if factor for me. Yeah, exactly. Like, like she has something to me that just stands out and makes her just that player that you want to build your team around. I'm not saying that Paige isn't. I'm not trying to knock Paige by any means, but I yeah. think Rakia is definitely the best fit for Chicago, especially with them moving in another direction. And that's the thing too, because I know that people were upset that that you know with that contract that 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 they weren't able to like to get into the all-star, you know, like, you know, with that package or anything. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you could, you could get, you could get a player in this. Cause I mean, this draft is really talented. So you could get a player in this draft that, you know, you could build your team around, especially with them acquiring that third overall pick. So, you know, that could be your potential all-star in the next coming years. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to settle on that. I'm going to settle on they, <laughs> they should draft for Kia first. I mean, cause like you said, she has that if factor. And after after Paige, I mean, uh, after Caitlin and Cam, because Cam's got the it factor for real. Oh, yeah, she does, you know without I mean? question. LA, and, LA has got to be a lock for Cameron, personally. They better be a lock, or they're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then, yeah, and then Caitlin's got to go first. Like, it's just a need. Like, Indiana getting Cameron or getting Rakia, like, uh, yeah, good draft pick, but no, that's not what you need. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's not what fits at the time because you already got Melissa Smith and Aaliyah. You don't need one of those two. So that's so that's going to be the order. You know what I mean? Cam and, and Caitlin are gone. So I would say Rakia, yeah, she's the third player that has that if factor, and then that is it. And I, I get what you mean about Paige, like, but – as far as her not, like not having an if factor, but is she is she if they did draft her, is she good enough to be their point guard to kind of put things in an order and you know what I mean like and not outshine or not take away from Dana Evans? Is she is she capable of that? And then you and then before me. you even answer that, will she? It's like they were saying about Caitlin not being able to uh like she's not gonna come to the league and immediately dominate. Is Paige's game gonna like translate fast as well? You know what I mean? Like, is it gonna translate fast for Chicago to not be? Mm-hmm. I personally don't think so, but that doesn't mean that Paige is gonna have a bad season. I think that she's gonna be able to contribute, but is she gonna be the the number one option on the team? The nah, Paige, now I'll be real. Yeah, yeah, no. I'll be real. I mean, she she probably will have her moments where she has like 15, 20. She may have a 25, 30 point game, you know, here and there. I, I think that's possible, but as far as for the whole season, I don't think so in Chicago personally me and i'll be real like i think dana has proven herself at this point to the to the point where yeah i feel like i feel like i feel like the, i feel like the, the starting point guard spot has to be hers it has to be hers in my opinion like i don't think there's no if no ands or buts about it, especially now with Kyle gone with courtney williams gone um you know i think that pairing of dana and marina mabry in the backcourt i think that could be something special you know something something that could be fun to watch this season and you know like i was saying, i mean if if page does get drafted by the sky i wouldn't be mad at it you know i think that she could be a big contributor but i don't know like what what would the future of her look like in chicago like you know what i mean like i don't i don't know if chicago is the right destination for her that's my personal opinion but i think i think but i think even if Paige does get drafted to chicago Mm. i think that she'll be good now which night like i mean it's almost like you know it's almost like you know like you know with the whole kayla thing the whole angel thing you know the show cheryl swoops thing the whole controversy and everything i agree with that you know what i mean like like the only the only player we've ever we've ever seen like dominate as a rookie at least at least over the past like maybe fifteen plus years was Candace Parker. You know what I'm saying? She won an MVP as a rookie. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't not yeah. not saying that that couldn't happen again, but in you know, Caitlin Clark is capable of doing that, but I don't I don't think it's gonna happen right away because I mean you gotta look at it. I don't know exactly how many shots Caitlin Clark has taken, but Caitlin Clark Caitlin Clark's taking a lot of shots, at least probably over twenty five a game. That's not yeah. gonna happen in Indiana. I'm sorry. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not gonna happen. And I saw a lot of people saying, Oh, she's a, she's a number one overall pick. You know, she can do whatever she wants. There was many times where Leah Boston couldn't even get the ball and she was calling for it. They wouldn't even feed her. They wouldn't even feed her the rock. So it's like right. and I get it, you know, Kayla Clark is spectacular and I get it, she could be the primary ball handler, but I just I just don't see it happening. Now look, I'm not saying that Kayla Clark's not gonna have a good rookie year. She could possibly win rookie of the year, but I don't think she's gonna come into the league averaging thirty. I don't think anybody I mean, even as spectacular as this draft is, nobody's gonna come into the league averaging like twenty four, twenty five, thirty points a game. I don't think that's gonna happen. No. But that doesn't mean that they're bad players. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I think it's I think I think we just need to allow these players to just, you know, blossom in their career, go through go through the journey, and then let's just watch how they grow as all stars and future Hall of Famers and all that. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I um I seen that. I just I, I know you've seen all of that that back and forth that was going on with them about that. Oh yeah. Um, I just oh, man, 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 they had it crazy the other day, man. You know, I saw somebody tweet out saying that Caitlin Clark was better than Cheryl Swoops, and I was like, bro, like, yeah, like, please, yeah, please stop, yeah. stop the cat, stop. I had to, I had to, just, it, I had to leave it alone altogether because I like Caitlin, I like Cheryl Swoops, that's, and that's the thing because I'm, I'm a Caitlin fan. I yeah. love watching Caitlin, and like that, that's the thing is like I feel like I, I'm always having to offend against her, and I'm like I hate doing it because I love Caitlin. Yeah. But I always have to do it because these people get outrageous with outrageous. these takes and everything. It's just crazy to me. Like, yeah. oh my I god! Just, I just keep scrolling. When I see it, I'm just I read it and I'm like, yeah, let me just mind my business and <laughs> not dabbling at enough people will. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I, I think everybody in this draft class are all going to be great. They're all going to impact their team. What like in in some form or fashion, you know. Will they be all stars right away? Maybe, maybe not. But who cares? You know, I think that they're all gonna be great individually with whatever situation that they're in. Yeah, yeah. Right. Especially if you go to Chicago or LA. <laughs> yeah, Chicago or LA. I mean, those are the two destinations. But real mm-hmm. quick before we get out of here, I know that we've been going off about over an hour and a half, or almost an hour and a half. Um, I'm gonna run through these other free agencies or free agent signings, and I want to get your thoughts on it. So, um, just wanted to throw them real quick. Uh, Dee Richardson. Now has another opportunity with the Mystics. Um, she last played in 2022 with with the uh, with the Liberty. Diamond the Shields has now resigned with Chicago. Uh, she won 20. She won the championship with them in 2021. And I know that there's some controversy with that because they <laughs> like I don't, see I don't know what's true. I don't know right. what's true, man. But I saw somebody say that Hurricane Copper had beef. I never knew. Yeah, that. I, I never didn't either. That. It was a shock to me. Yeah, so and I don't then, know what's true. Then somebody said something like one plus one equals two, and they was like, uh, they signed one. One then got traded right after that. That's one plus one equaling two. And I'm like, when was they beefing? You know what I mean? I never like, knew that. I never knew that. I never so, heard anything like that. I mean, I felt like everything was good. You know, they got a championship together and everything. And I get it, you know, because Diamond shows, you know, if you know her story, you know, she's she's been through a lot. And, you know, mm-hmm. especially coming out of Tennessee. The injury you know, she was, and stuff like Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. You know, she was projected to be, you know, a high caliber, all-star type player. And, you know, I mean, let's just call it what it is. You know, she hasn't been able to, you know, blossom into that. But I feel like she, I feel like she still had a good moments, but she's just never been the player that many people project, projected her to be coming out of college. So maybe that could be some friction there where, you know, Diamond was supposed to be that player, but then we see Kyle emerge into that player. So it could be that. 
All right. But yeah, it, it is it is kind of crazy though to think you know Diamond goes there and then next thing you know, <laughs> Kyle's yeah. out of there. But like I, the I next know. day, <laughs> exactly. Not even twenty four hours. I want to say she signed yeah. that night and then Kyle gets out of there that morning. It's crazy. That morning, yeah. It's like damn. Like what happened? What just yeah. happened that fast? Nah, exactly. But um, other other signings as well. Um, the Samuelson sisters are on the move. You know, Katie Lou is now in Indiana, Man. and uh, Carly I is now love, in Washington. So I key, love that key move. shooters, key shooters. Man, I think yes. I think I think that's big for both teams. Yeah, me too. Um, Especially Indy. Exactly. You know, Satu Sabuli. She we talked about it earlier. She resigned with Dallas. I think that that was really big as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's some other ones too that I don't have listed. But you know, like there's been a lot of movement. You know, in the W. So out of all of those, yeah. you know, what is the one that stands out to you? Uh, Samuelson going to Indy because it, it it gives them more spacing immediately. You know what I mean? Because Caitlin's coming, and then you got Samuelson, uh, you got Lexi Hall over there. Um, so they have they have spacing now. You know what I mean? And then it's just gonna it's gonna be uh that much easier for Aaliyah to get loose. Um, and just for Aaliyah and Caitlin to develop this two-man game, and then everybody else can eat based off of you know what happens from them when they do their actions. So I, I like it. I love it. I agree. I'm also I'm happy for Dee Dee Richardson as well. Um, her going to Washington. I know that Washington is in a, a transitional period where it looks like you know they're about to regroup and rebuild and everything. But you know I think her presence is really really credible. You know for those who watched her in college, you know she's yeah. an elite defender. And she can provide some offense as well. So I think Didi going to uh, going to Washington is really big, man. But hopefully, hopefully in the near future we may see her on a contender as well because I think that she can provide a lot of value as well. Yeah, yeah. I um, I was I I had totally forgot about that. Like that uh, Didi went to to Washington. Yeah, like, she ended up announcing it on her on her podcast. So I mean, that was dope. Yeah, yeah. And I I was paying attention to that because uh. Yeah, it was the the it's three on three podcast, right? Yeah, her uh, yeah. Teresa Foster her Tariqa, and yeah. who was the other guy? I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name. I forgot him but, too. But yeah, I just but, I, I followed Tarika, so yeah, you know, I I knew from her, and I was just like, oh, oh, <laughs> and and um, I like that uh, the other Samuelson sister went over there, but I'm just I don't know, I'm kind of biased. I'm favoritist towards indiana since they took up Detroit shock and i was a wings fan because our team went from here to tulsa to to dallas and became the wings but then i kind of went away from them when Aaliyah was getting drafted (laughs) and now i'm adding seattle to the list because i I loved watching (laughs) you went you went went from the chaos and now now you're fair yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. i wanted the chaos and i wanted them to all to go to seattle and I'm happy about it. And I, you know, I want Caitlin to go to Indiana. I wanted Indiana to get the number one pick. I celebrated like Detroit, us getting Cade, Cade's pick when we got it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so everything is kind of going the way I wanted to a little bit. I kind of don't really care what else happens now. Like, <laughs> I mean, what EDD go ahead and go to, I don't know, Seattle or something. Too. Why not? I don't, I don't know. I don't where know. the hell she gonna go now? That's crazy. Yeah. But I love right. the I definitely love the the uh Samuelson move because it's like replacing Alana Smith because wasn't Alana over there two years ago, right? And she just didn't pan yeah. out. Yeah, and she but was. then look what she did in Chicago. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So she she turned into basically a Samuelson sister, like with the ability to stretch the floor and stuff like that. And she was playing out of her mind. 
you know what I mean? So they, so they kind of replaced that kind of impact to me by uh, having that acquisition. And then they built, they, you know, it's, it's going to help Aaliyah. That's all. Definitely going to help Aaliyah. Continue to build around Aaliyah. Continue to, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, you got Kalen Clark. So, you know, of course, you're going to have to figure out who the franchise player is going to be. But, you know, it's Aaliyah. It, yeah. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. You know, yeah. Aaliyah, Aaliyah is a great player. You know, I think Aaliyah had a really terrific rookie year. Um, shot mm-hmm. the ball officially, you know, whenever she was able to get the ball, you know, obviously providing great defense as well. So Aaliyah plays yeah. ter- terrific basketball. I don't know how anybody could not be an Aaliyah Boston fan. Like she plays yeah. the game the right way and she, she contributes to winning. She won't she won't show it through ego either. Yeah. Like, that like Caitlin can drop 30 a game and Aaliyah can drop 16. And it's still to me gonna be Aaliyah's team because if you remove her off that team, what does oh, that yeah. team look like? Nah, you know what I mean? No question. It'll be like Sabrina in New York by herself, uh, with no Marine <laughs> Johans over there to, to yeah. take crazy leaning, doing three sixties on the wing three pointers. <laughs> then you still got Kelsey Mitchell out there too. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. So they man, they're gonna look good. They're gonna look really good this year, man. But my guy MJ, I appreciate you for doing this again, man. You know, you know, you. you know, you know, we had to run it back, man. You know, this, this yeah. was a dope episode, man. You know, I mean, the last episode was good, but now that we had a lot to talk about and we dove into a lot of topics, man, you know, this was gonna be great, man. I just hope that I just hope that no other news comes out by the time this episode comes out. Right. It's, it's gonna be crazy, man. But hey, just all the listeners, you know, if anything does come out um in between, you know, us recording this and when it comes out, we just might know that. Peak. <laughs> exactly yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to man but now nah, definitely let the people know where to find you man where to find the podcast where to find your other work um yeah you can find me at uh opinionated underscore mj on twitter you can find the squad at uh i want to say is is it spelled out i think it's it's at sixth six the letter uh, the letter six i'm horrible the number six six <laughs> yep sixth pod of the year um, Snap and Becky over there too. You can follow them. Shout out to Snap um, and Becky. Yeah, Snap Wilson's is I want to say Snap Wilson is at Snap Wilson and at Robococo. So yep, R O B O C O K O. Follow them. They're they're like famous in their own right. You know what I mean? Especially just things Becky do and Snap is like so just professional with it all. Um, and um, I don't know. Do I have anything else that I need to get out there? Um, I mean, I do, I do some other podcasts, but we don't, we ain't gonna focus on that. Make sure y'all, make sure y'all follow Nick <laughs> and enjoy these episodes of For the Love of the Game because he all over the place. That's a fact. You know what man. I mean, I, I appreciate that love every single time, man. You know, I gotta, I gotta dive in everything hoops, man. It, oh, it was only, I, I'll be real, man. You know, it's just something about talking about the W, man. You know, it's a dope league, man. I, I love yeah. the growth of it, man. And you know. Just being able to talk about it, man. You know, I'll be really like these. These are fun to do. These are definitely fun to do. You know, to, yeah, to discuss are. them, man. And I, I can't wait for the season, man. But make sure to follow the show on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, the Love the TGB Ball. Make sure to subscribe on anywhere you listen to your podcast: Apple, Spotify, iHeart. We are also on YouTube as well, so we'll be able to check it out on YouTube as well. Um, yeah. On my YouTube page, I'll leave that link in the description. Once again, appreciate you guys for listening in. And until next yes, time, yeah. you guys. Until next Deuces. time.